sitting. Greet the people. Tell them how much you love the life, God. Praise the Lord. You know, I, I love the Lord with all Amen. my heart, with all my soul, with all my strength, and all my mind. Uh, he has been so good to me. Yeah. Um, almost 49 years ago, he picked me up out of the muck and the mud. Come on. Amen. Because he's been there with me through thinking through yeah. things. Yeah. You know, when I thought that I Lord. didn't know what I was going to do, all I had to do was just reach up, look up, and he was there. Yes. Uh -huh. He's met every one of my needs. He's blessed me. He's kept me. He's healed my body. He touched me when the doctor said I should uh -huh. be a dead woman. You know, I know just exactly what God has done for Come me. Come on, Sam. Oh, he just stirred me up this last three months. Yeah. That's a fact. You don't feel an amen. You don't hear anybody thank the Lord for his goodness or his mercy. But you people have been a blessing to us. Yes. You've been a blessing. You've lifted us up. We hope we've lifted you up. And uh, I'm going to keep on going. And if I never see you again down here, one day. Amen. Amen. Well, I tell you what. <laughs> She's got her say. That granddaughter of hers has got her locked. <laughs> and, and, you know, I don't know if I can get her away for this long again. But, but it's been awesome. Anyway, I, you know, we're so thankful for you people. You know, uh, usually you come and you always, you know, check the churches out, you know, you want to go to this one or that one, and uh, we just never got to go nowhere else. I don't know what in the world happened. I don't know. It just it, it just stuck to us, and, and so we've been here. And, you know, uh, an old dumb boy like me, you know, I just barely made it out of high school, and, and the only reason I got out of high school is because the teachers was tired of looking at me. You know, I would just I wasn't too smart, and uh, I didn't uh, really get in there and apply myself like I should have, and uh, after an extra year, you know, I thought, as they thought, well, if we don't move him, he ain't never going to leave, you know, so anyway, they, they made it possible for us to get out, and uh, life has been a mess, life has been a mess, you know, I, I got to fooling in them honky talks and, and everything and uh, been thrown out of many of them. But of course, I've been in churches and been thrown out of a few of them too. <laughs> it's just, you know, it, it just seems like you're in, the, in that pattern, you, you go and you do, but uh, you know, I've always been one to try to talk as straight as I could, try to be sweet and kind and uh, Sometimes it didn't work. Some people couldn't take how I would say it. Sharon, when I first started preaching, Sharon says, Larry, ain't nobody gonna like you since 
You look like you've got a scowl on your face. You look like you're mad at everybody. So then I thought, well, what I'll do, I'll get, I was trying to preach and do it. And, and then after a little little bit, I'd be preaching and, and, and scowling, you know, and then I'd stop my smile. <laughs> That's all I knew. I just didn't know nothing else, you know. Uh, the preaching that I do it is I learn it just watching the old brothers preach, the old timers, and I'm so thankful for that. I've got a couple viewers here today. Uh, my two daughters, they're uh, sitting around the house, and uh, they both said they was going to watch me, and they was going they're praying for us. Uh, so I know the service is going to be good. If it ain't, it's your fault. It ain't, you know, it's, <laughs> my girls is praying. So we we thanking God for that, that we have the girls. And you know what? It, it's so good to be here. It really is. It's good to be saved. It's good to to know people and, and get to get to be where you feel friendly with one another, you know. And uh, so I've been uh, thinking about something and uh and you know how God just moves upon you and, you, and you, you think, well, I can do that. And I'm as nervous right now as I was the first time I preached, you know. Uh, I said, Larry, you're going to screw up. And sure enough, that first time, Eddie, I screwed up. I, I and, and it seemed like I was just in a, thing of just screwing up, you know, and my nephew came, and he was from Texas, and, and he came to the church, and, uh, you know, he was visiting, and he came to the church, and man, I went to, you know, to this church to preach, and I got up, and I read my text, and that was pretty much it. I said a few words, and I don't know how in the world you could do it, but I just hung that head and went and sat down and beat myself up. And, and I said, oh, my Lord, so humiliated, so so wiped out. And, and I thought, Lord, I ain't never doing this again now. This is it. And uh, I had met an older pastor once, and, and I just looking for somebody to talk to. You know, it seemed like I couldn't clean all the wounds up, but uh, I was going to get some help. And I went to see that gentleman, and he didn't say the right things. My Lord, I could have said better than that, just, you know, coaxing me. But he just, he just let me know that, uh, listen, son, that's the way life is, and you and you just got to go, and you got to learn, and and uh, that's how you get it. So uh, that's the way I did it. My technique is, you know, a lot different than Eddie's, and I don't know how they do it. It's like they're reading books up here. I think sometimes they're just reading page after page, and I think that's cheap. <laughs> I couldn't do it because. You know, especially at my age now. I've, I've taken out, I'm going to read you a couple verses, and, and that's it. Because if, I, well, anybody my age, 
you you get the you be reading, you be saying, I know why. Cause his eyes get to jumping so bad he can't see. It, it's all just jumping off the pages and you can't get it. So I'm just gonna read you a couple verses that way I can say I've done it and it's gonna satisfy Brother Eddie hopefully and then we'll just go from there. Amen. Amen. But you know, the last time I was here I was talking about that. And I'm telling you what, God has used that just about every service to help enlighten me on my walk with him. And I thought, you know, I was, I was making a joke that you got to, you know, get to it, you, you can't find it, you look up too fast, you'll fall down. I should have brought a cane, but, uh, you know, that there, and, and it's a stationary thing. Now, they give me one here that it goes with me. Wherever I go, you can hear me. You know, it's, it's an amazing thing. But this one here, it's stationary. This one here, you got to position yourself. And what this is for is when they're up here singing, it enhances the singing, you know, and it helps them. It doesn't help you back there other than your hearing because it's not going to pick your voice up. But these around here, it'll pick their voices up. And I'd sit there and, and I thought a couple times, I said, I'm going to testify on that. And then Holy Ghost said, no, you just leave it alone, son. Some people are going to be thinking all you're going to do is, you know, preach. You just sit there and shut up. And boy, I say, okay, Lord, if that's what you want, I'm going to do that. So I've done that, but I have got revelation after revelation off of that stationary thing. And just let me read to you here out of John chapter 18, the first two verses, if I could get you to stand with me. It says, And when Jesus had spoken these words, he went forth with his disciples over the book of Cedron, where was a garden into which he entered and, entered and his disciples. And Judas also, which betrayed him, knew the place. For Jesus oft times resorted thither with his disciples. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, dear God, for your love, your mercy, for all your blessings, for the opportunity to praise you and to love you, my precious Lord. And Father God, we're asking right now in the name of Jesus for an anointing, dear God, to speak to this people. And Father, to help us, dear God, to take and apply this word in our lives, to draw closer unto thee, my precious Lord. Ask you to meet each and every need. Save the lost, encourage and save. Lord, and we give you the honor and glory. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. You know, when we were uh, pastoring, we had uh, our pastor's conferences. And uh, I remember one night when Brother Eddie was there, he was our evening speaker. And Brother Cawley, he was our morning speaker. And 
and I had a bunch of other, and you know, now, not, not bragging, yeah, I was bragging on our church. It, we was a very rowdy bunch of people. We'd get, we get going, we'd see, you'd see some movement. You'd come into the church, you'd, you'd see some movement, you would hear something. I mean, things would start to happen, and here, the, the praise team started, you know, working and Holy Ghost was started moving and it was a mighty, mighty thing. It was here that, you know, you've got to be in the right position. You've got to be in, in the position for God to hear you and for God to use you. You just don't get out there on yourself and, and think something's going to happen, but we got to be in position with the Lord. Here, they was uh, one, and they decided they wanted to pray for the praise team. They wanted to pray for each and every one in there. And so, man, the Holy Ghost had been falling around, and my Lord, it was awesome. It was awesome, but <clears throat> we ain't got nobody at all to sing, to play, or to nothing. You know, because Holy Ghost is knocking some out, laying some across the benches and, and stuff like that. Brother, it was a, it was something else. Some people would call it a mess, but I call it a Holy Ghost move. Amen. Brother Eddie got up there and, and and he began to sing the most old him and old. Now that's that's back up a tick. You want me you get to sing someday? Woo! Glory! I think about that someday, brother, because I'm about to go up yeah. one of these days real soon. And, and here, they, Brother Eddie was doing that. Brother Collie got up and got on the one piano. I had another brother come up and say, Brother Nell, do you think I, I, I could go ahead and get on that there? And I said, well, Brother Walter, you go to her. Brother Bobby Simmons come and said, you want me to go play the bass? And, and then another one said, you want me to play the guitar? And another one said, you want me to play the drums? And, and here I've got all ministers and stuff from other churches. They ain't played together. They ain't done nothing. But they were in the right place at the right time. I'm telling you what, you want to get something from God, you're going to have to get in the right place at the right time and let Him move in your life and in your heart. Holy Ghost falls. Oh, He moves throughout the thing. You talk about a time. We had one more time then, I'm telling you. Then it was one of them services where you went home and all you could talk about was that service. Uh, you was in the right place at the right time. You know, and, and this is what I, I'm thinking today. I'm thinking about here Jesus. He goes to Gagatha. He's got, he's got a major, major deal that's going on. He's about to go pay an ultimate price for you, brother. For you, for you, for me. I'm telling you what, he was paying the price, didn't even know us, we wasn't even around. But I'm telling you what, somebody had to pay a price. Because we were all doomed to hell. But he came and he said, I can pay that price. And I'm telling you what, it might said that God robed himself in flesh. 
I come down and dwelt upon, among men. Yes, he did. He robed himself in flesh. And his flesh didn't want to. Ain't a lot of times the Holy Ghost tell you something in church? The flesh don't want you to. And I'm telling you, half the time, you'll listen to that flesh instead of the spirit. The only time you listen to the Spirit is when you're praying and you're seeking God. Since you've got to get your Gethsemane, you've got to get on that place and pray and seek God. And when you come up, glory, brother Joy, when you come up, then you're willing to do whatever. Whatever you want me to do, Lord, I'm willing to do. Yes, not my will. Not my will. But yours be done. Yeah. I've had too many of them not my will days and run. Yeah. Because it wasn't my will. But I've had to pray. Right. Many a times I had to get down and I had to pray. And I had to seek God. And I said, Lord, not my will. In other words, get me out of the way. Yeah. Lord, do what you want. But move me out the way, not my will, but your will Amen. to be done. Amen. Yeah. I think about Jacob. Here Jacob is, a scoundrel. A scoundrel is what he is. He steals his brother's birthright and his blessing. Oh, man, the one wasn't so bad. But now he's got the other. And that brother says, I'm killing him. Daddy's about to die, and as soon as he does, he's going to have a son racing to the grave because I'm killing that Jacob. Jacob's mama says, boy, you can't stay here. You can't stay here. you got to get gone. You go and find my brother Laban, you go... See, if they got a place for you, they'll let you stay a while. So he breaks it and he runs. And he gets to a place called Bethel. Bethel. And he gets down. And he meets God. Oh, he meets God. And he says, God, Help me. I'm leaving a, a place of security and now I'm going to an uncle that I don't even know. I don't even know whether these people will have me. But I'm running because I'm afraid of what's back there. Worried about what's just ahead but really afraid of what's back there. And he goes to Bethel and he prays and he makes dedication to God. I remember when I got saved. Here I come in to that church. Why in the world I'm even there, I don't know. I've been working with a young man that told me about Jesus and, and I'm only 25 myself. But my Family is on the rocks. We're just all but broke completely up. And it's all basically my fault. 
I have done some stuff that I would not allow anybody else to do. Amen. I wouldn't allow it. And it was an awful thing, but I I, I come desperate, Eddie. I don't know what's wrong. I, I don't know what even the world's going to happen at that church. But the, the old man preached. And that old man preached and he pointed to a place. And when he got done, I don't even know what I'm doing. I don't know where I'm at. He said, son, God's calling you. And this is what I'm arguing with God about. Lord, you don't want me. He said, son, God wants you. And then he's told me, the young man that invited me out to church was called Larry Finch. That was his name. And he said, son, you're not saying no to Brother Finch. You're saying no to God. I knew then who he was talking to. Brother Joy, I hit that altar. Got down there and prayed and, and saw, God, I found my Bethel. Here was a man that was in desperate need. A man that had a family. We had four children and, and, and we're lost and undone and, and things ain't going good at home. We're about to go out and, and divorce completely. And, and God saved me. God saved me, but it was because I found a place. It's because I found a place called Bethel and I got down. And I made commitment unto the Lord. I'm telling you, friend, if you haven't been to that Bethel in a while, and I know you probably all of you have, but if you've been neglectful of it, God is telling you things is coming up on this land that's getting scarier and scarier and scarier. And he said, I'm telling you, get, get back to Bethel. If you don't get back to Bethel, you'll not be ready for what's coming your way. People have got together, the churches, they've still raising up to pray, they're raising up to play. You know it's the truth, all we want to do is play. We ain't, we ain't fasting no more. Huh? We ain't praying no more. Mm -mm. I can get down for a few minutes and think, Lord, I'll just finish the rest of this tomorrow. But it don't work that way. It don't work that way. I'm telling you what, I made commitment to the Lord. When this COVID thing started, we started missing out on church. I said, Lord, if you'll help me, I'm going to read twice as much every day. And I don't believe you can read once a week. I believe you've got to read it every day. I believe it's got to be fresh. It's got to be conversation to you. I said, but Lord, if you'll help me, I'll read twice as much. And guess what he did? He helped me. <laughs> I read twice as much. Ain't quit either. Ain't quit either. Praying more. 
Seeking God more. You I'm telling you, I don't want to do, I want to make heaven more than I want to make the next breath that I have. I want to make heaven my home. And I'm telling you, friend, if you gain the whole world and lose your soul, what have you accomplished? You have nothing whatsoever. We've got to come to a place that God is first and God alone. Yes, sir. Praise God. You know, I've been to a lot of camp meetings and other things like that. And uh, y'all ever been, anybody ever been to Fire on the Mountain? I know you have. He's been. You know how I know he's been? Because I seen him. I seen him when he found Bethel. I seen him when he found his Bethel. Here, something attracted me to, to those two, and I don't know what it was. It's the Holy Ghost. That's all I can say. And there was a, the first year you come, the second year, man, and they called him. Up there and they went to praying. And my Lord, this stage is three to four foot high. I mean, he looks athletic to me, but he don't look that athletic. You know, he might be able to jump a little, but he can't jump a lot. But here, they there, and, and, and I've witnessed this. This is what I witnessed. This here, this here I, I can't tell you but what I've I seen and what I heard. And, and I'm there, and I'm right there, and they're in front of me. And I've seen this. And I heard something. And that young man got the Holy Ghost. Then he jumped from the floor. Like three to four foot. And it looked. Brother, it looked flat-footed. I don't know if it was or not. I mean, things was rocking by then. Things was rocking. This young man jumped up on there. He don't know nobody up there. They don't need his help up there, but whew, you couldn't get him off. He went that way. They couldn't nobody called him. They didn't try, but couldn't nobody called him, brother. And here he come back. My Lord, then he's down and he's praying, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. He done, he done met his place. He met his Bethel or whatever you want to call it. It don't matter. He met his. And then his wife. Oh, my Lord. I, I ain't seen a woman so overprotective of her hubby. In all my life. Brother Eddie, he's moving. He's moving around. And, what you there? Well, you, you, you knew this if you had been there. You wasn't there. I'm telling you, this would have been your member that you would have known. Here she comes like this. And she'd get around. And she'd go around him again. Wasn't nobody getting to him. But I mean, she wasn't letting nobody get to him. You talk about a guardian angel. 
That woman was his angel, brother. She wouldn't let nobody or nothing get in the way. He's going to get a, a full dose of this baptism. This is what we need. We need more than just a little bit of talking in tongues. Amen. There's too many people trying to say that we don't need to hop and, and holler and carry on. But I'm telling you, I'm one of them old timers. I believe in doing it. Amen. Say, oh, you don't have to do that much. And, 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 and we can apologize if we do. I ain't apologizing for nothing. David's wife sent him dancing and carrying on in the street. She said, didn't you look big? Oh, didn't you look important? God just closed her wound up. Just closed her wound up. That's one thing you can't do is make fun. You can't make fun of the movement of the Holy Ghost. Uh-uh. It'll cost you. It'll cost you every time. I'm telling you what, it was awesome. Here's the king out there acting like a crazy man. There should have been a bunch more out there doing it too. Amen. I see somebody begin to get loose in the church. And then I see people look and some with disgust and I think they need more than disgust. They need repentance. Come on, don't be blaming the person that's moving. Blame yourself for being so cold-hearted. Find your place, your battle. You've got to have a place. Listen, if you're going to do anything for God, you've got to have a place. Here Jesus is. And the Bible said he crossed the creek, creek of Sedan, Sedan or whatever. And he went to Golgotha and said, they knew it was where he, they knew where he was at because he had been there many times. In other words, it, was, it wasn't a one-time shot. Jesus showed us the way. He is a leader and guide us. He showed us you need a place to pray. You can pray anywhere, but I'm telling you what, you might need something special. You better find your special place. That place where you've got to get it all off. You've got to get down and you've got to pray and you've got to seek God until God moves. We're not wanting to wait till God moves no more. All we want to do is act crazy. We like to explain things away, but you can't explain away. Oh, my. If you gain the whole world and lose your soul, what does it profit you? Huh? Don't work, does it? You know, I've looked at this microphone. And I'm sitting there and I thought, that microphone ain't going to move for me. That microphone ain't going to move for you. If you want to be heard through that microphone, you've got to get up there. It ain't coming to you. You're going to it. But isn't it a wonderful thing tonight that we come and we have our places? Brother Joy, do you don't neglect that I've seen you and your missus right there together 
praying and seeking God. Brother, you think you get hit. You get over there up the way. <laughs> I'm watching you. <laughs> Amen. It enthuses me to see somebody. Right. Oh, get happy in the Lord Jesus. It enthuses me when I can see somebody and know. Know that God is moving in their life. My guitar picker back over there. It wasn't too long ago that we, when we had first started coming, a brother was up there. And God been talking to me about us. And he's playing that guitar. And as I'm seeing chooking on that guitar, I'm amazed at the tears running out that big old man's face. I ain't going to go make fun of him for it. Uh-uh, he's too big for me to make that. I'm not saying a thing. But the tears of joy just dripping down his face. Him loving God. Huh? I'm thinking, Brother Eddie, he's into his battle. He's into his place of worship. He don't need nobody to tell him words. You can have many battles. You can have many places to go. Jesus went to Galgoth and he said he resorted there many a time. But you got to remember, he was God. The man at Bethesda couldn't walk. Couldn't do a thing. He just laid there and wished and wished. And the troubling of the water would take place. And I imagine he would go away frustrated because he didn't get to get in. I thought to myself, why couldn't he have had his hand there? And when he seen the trouble, he just dropped his hand in the water. You know, I've, I've sat there and I've asked myself many things like that. But I, 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 I just didn't know and I didn't have the answers. But you know, that man's Bethel was probably there. And here, he couldn't go to the spot. The spot had to come to him. Huh? Did he? And Jesus said, I, I'll make you whole. Oh, be thou made whole. And the man gets up. And the church is upset because it happened on a Sunday. Now the only thing the church gets mad about is if you say something about somebody working on a Sunday. I'm, st I'm still the old timer. I still believe there's ten commandments. I don't believe there's nine and an excuse. I believe we got ten. We better leave it alone. Say, Brother Nails, you can't tell me that. Yes, I can. I just did. <laughs> Amen. I had them in, a, in my church. I had some special people. Nurses. I, I, Brother Eddie, I bet I had four or five nurses. And, I, and I'd get to talking about them Ten Commandments. They said, well, that's our business. I said, well, then. I said, I remember one time. I was out of work. I need a job so bad I can't stand it. 
and they had a paper mill down in Waterville, but if you went there to work, you know you had to do a swing shift. That was, that was the rule. So you know what I never done? I never done an unemployment right there. I never went there and asked them for a job. I remember once when I was driving a, a semi, this Christian guy had it, and he says, now, Brother Dales, you know, everybody's always wanting to bring you a scenario. Well, what would you do? I said, listen, I ain't working on Sunday. Just get it through your, through your head. I'm not going to do it. And I don't mean to offend nobody. If you do, you, you work it out between you and God. But me and God had my deal worked out. Amen. And, and I went. And I'd worked there about six, eight months. And they was bringing another guy in for training. And we had to go to Toledo, Ohio. And, uh, you know, he was a, he was a truck driver. He, 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 he was a good truck driver. You know, he, did, he had all the experience he wanted. They were just trying to snatch him up for a week of free work. That's what they would want to do. And uh, we were out there and we'd done the Saturday. And, oh, it took them forever to empty that hot pot. It took them forever to get it done. And here when we finally got it done and we're driving home, I had a phone in the truck, you know, and this was before we had all them phones and carrying on. But this was a, a high-dollar trucking outfit. They had, they had nice equipment. They had phones in their truck. They had it all. All they wanted you to do, though, was to jump according to their stuff. And so I'm doing, and oh, I'm getting agitated, and I'm getting closer and closer to 12 o'clock. Brother, I said, this ain't gonna work. I'm gonna be out here on this road at midnight. Night. Oh, you say, Brother Nell, you didn't have to. The ox was in a ditch. My ox was not in a ditch. I told them what I'd do. I said, I'll watch your ox, but I am not gonna do it on that day. And so, we come in and we was coming up, it was about 10 minutes to 12, and we're coming up at the exit to where we lived. And I got on that phone, and I called my wife, and I said, Sharon, come up to the shell station here at the exit. I'm off. You say, Brother Nails, you didn't. I did. Amen. It's only a job. We're talking about my soul. This is something that I, I feel very heavily about. Yeah. If you don't feel that heavy, that's you. Yeah. But I'm telling you what, this boy had a burden there. Yes. And here we pull off at five. I got out. I said, buddy, you know what to do with the truck. You drive it on back. And I'll talk to him Monday. 
And oh my Lord, you talk about upset. Talk about upset. They was upset. I said, you knew, you couldn't do that. I said, no. We talked about it in your little scenarios. I told you exactly what I'd do. Well, not a couple months, and they went ahead and found a way they wanted to get rid of me, so they did it. But I'll tell you what, I did not cave in on my values. Amen. Amen. I'm telling you what, people, we got to get some values. And we cannot let somebody take them away. Because if the devil can get you to compromise on one thing, he'll get you to compromise on another. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I have found my battle. I have not forgot where it was and I can do it now and I can seek God and I can believe God for all that I have. You know what I'm thinking tonight? Oh my. Y'all got a powerful church. I ain't seen nobody get you to pray like Eddie did. Oh, it has. We had always, all right, glad you came. It, but see, we done it different. At home, I got into church about an hour early. I was always an hour early to greet people as they come in. Well, now what y'all do, of course, I don't got to tell you, you know. You come in at 5 till and don't tell them when you leave. <laughs> Me and Sharon, we'd come in, stay for uh, an hour, get things started, and then me and her would be gone. Y'all think, well, where'd that new couple go? We went home. <laughs> That's where we went. We, we thought it was over. But now y'all said, see, it, it's just a preference. It's just a preference. It, it isn't one way right and the other way wrong, but it's just the way that we do things. But you know, I'm thinking... The scripture talks about one can put a thousand to flight and two can put 10,000 to flight. I'm looking at my brother and sister there and, and sis, you always pray right over there. Yeah. If I know, don't you know Jesus knows? Uh-huh. And don't, don't you know, I believe, this, I believe the word of God. It says one of you put a thousand, the other, the, the, uh, with your two, it's going to be 10,000. Now listen, if we've got problems, if we've got problems, y'all need to be together praying, huh? A thousand or 10,000. Think about it. Um, Daniel, just think, your wife, she's back over here too. You know, but can you imagine when you're both praying? You guys ain't just putting 1,000 a flight. You're putting 10,000. Because you're, in, you're in, in unison. You're in there together. You're, can you think about it? This is a powerful church. Now, I want you to realize how powerful this church is. Here you got 10,000, 20,000. 30,000, huh, 40,000, my Lord, 50,000, 60,000, oh my, 
And that's just the one that I see sitting together. Demons everywhere. Listen, there's demons in this land. Don't kid yourself. People say, oh, they ain't around no more. They are more so than they've ever been. Amen. I have seen devils in some strange places. I have seen some mighty things of God happen because one of them would raise their head. Amen. I have seen him. But what I have seen, I've seen the church. And then he says, church, come on in. Let's go to our place. You know what we need? Joy, just think about it. If you and your wife would you come on up here and get to your spot where you pray? Joy? Yes, yeah, and your wife, yeah. Hey, you're only a thousand by yourself, buddy. I want the other night. <laughs> I want the other night, yeah. Get on now. Think about it. Sis, could you? I know you're knocking the wall down. Come on. Get up there. Hubby, follow her. <laughs> I know you leading, but <laughs> sis, you right there too. Come on. Danny, get on over there with her. We're going to be knocking out tens of thousands. Listen, I ain't leaving no matter. Hallelujah. Thank you. You're knocking out a thousand of mighty, 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 mighty archangels. Now you others. And I've seen some that hit on my mind. Brother, I'd have you up on the stage, but I'll see you. There's that guitar. <laughs> Grab your wife's hand. If you wouldn't, come on up this way. 10,000, that's what I'm talking about. I ain't talking about a thousand. A thousand, one thing, but I'm talking about a tenth of what them two together can do. Come on, sis. You, I see you around in here. Come on up this way. Come on in. I don't see everybody. I don't see everybody. Listen, I just see that I know you're all up here because I see this moving. Brother, come on. Come on up here. Bring with you whoever you got. Let's get let's get 10,000 more. Come on. Brother Minx, Minx, what? Huh? Minx, come on, brother. Yes, amen. Thank you, Glory to God, 10,000. Come on. Come on, Eddie. You, you know what you do. You just get around Pat and encourage. Yes, come on. What about the rest of you? Come on, stand with us. He wants everybody here. Come on, my brother. Bring your 10,000. Bring your 10,000. Bring your 1,000. Come on. Brother, your, your, your other man's come right now. Amen. Now listen, this is a powerhouse. 